I'm Josiah Rizzo. I'm Benji Jones. And on Wednesdays, we We wear wear pig. What was it? Was it High School Musical? Yeah, Yeah. you were saying something about how many times you've been in High School Musical. Oh, yes. When I was 14 years old, I was in 16 shows of High School Musical at my local theater. Oh, my gosh. In Pennsylvania. That's so awesome. Who are you? I played the black girl. Taylor McKessie. Yeah, yes. (laughs) They weren't colorblind casting back then? Oh, my goodness. No, and you know, I thought I was going to be Gabriella because... Which one of the Gabriella? girls told me the that main, the Vanessa main Hutchins. <laughs> Don't the look lo- at me as if I know all their, <laughs> their names. Come on. But I mean, Troy and Gabriella. That's yes, oh, that's come right. Come on. Like, that's the basics. Ugh. But oh I swore God. I was going to be her because someone told me that they saw like the sheet of of names, of Ooh, roles. No. And I didn't get it and I cried oh. so hard. I'm like, I'm never going to get the lead role. No, I'm sorry. What was your first biggest disappointment as an artist? Do you remember that? Well, I mean, I started off as a dancer. Um, I started dance school when I was seven years old. So that's kind of where my journey began as an artist. Okay. And um, I think it was just learning the politics of the arts, you mm. know. Of course, you know, talent, that's a huge thing. But it's also, it goes a little deeper than that. Yeah, you know? it's like it's, how you work around everything, how you market exactly, yourself and how you like interact with right. even the as relationship. A kid. Even yeah. as a kid, like the relationships that you have with your instructors or that your instructors have with your parents, like it's it's just a whole thing. So yeah, I who, think who took the lead on that, uh, from your parents? Like who took the lead on on being the dance mom slash dad? Oh my mom yeah. was my mom was everything. Like she yeah. did everything for me as far as supporting me mm-hmm. in Everything. Yes, mom. Yes. Yes, mom. Yeah. Thank you, mom. Real quick. I love my mom and I don't reference her nearly enough. I feel like you usually take a pause I usually message, uh, talk about my dad, but mom's like. Moms are important, man. They're amazing. They They are. They really are. My sister was a dancer. Oh, was she? Yeah. My mom, basically, she did so much to put her. But it's like the politics of that world is insane. Like, I don't know how many dance recitals I went to. And a lot of times, like, the best team wouldn't win because they weren't the biggest team. And those recitals, they always wanted, like, the biggest team to win because they would bring in the most, like, money. crowd, yeah. Because they'd return. Mm -hmm. Right. And they have the most, like, parents and stuff supporting. So what was your first big disappointment as an actor or as a, in the industry? God. Oh, I can't, I, I can't think of the first, but I remember the most significant. I was doing a Boy Scouts of America um, photo shoot and That's someone amazing. touched you. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. No, I unfortunately like most people decided to make fun of the Boy Scouts of America because everyone else on set was too. No. And Josiah, Josiah Rizzo oh, went to lame. 100. Mm. Josiah went to 100 with it of course. Like I took what they were doing and I just like I turned it yeah. up to 11. And unfortunately, the um, no. the client heard me. Oh no! And then I got back home, and there was a, a message on the answering machine from the photographer who was friends with the client, oh. and basically railed into me and was just like, "I will never hire this kid again. He was the worst. The client heard him. He was a disgrace. He was loud, obnoxious. All things, by oh, the way, he should have told me. That's so as awful. a kid on set. But you know, he he saw fit to just let me 
do my thing. And yeah. I mean, that yeah. was a really good lesson learned early on, though. Early. Bro, I'm that glad was... that happened to you. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, he should have pulled you aside and been like, hey, that's not cool. Like, yeah. this is a job. This is a client, blah, 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 and just kind of explain that. But, and right. know, and the worst was, like, everyone else was making fun of it because we had, like, the, the really but high. You, you were doing it the worst. I and was that's doing... why you get in trouble. I wasn't yeah. doing the worst. I just was the one that got in trouble. And right. But you said you went past everybody. You well, I just was like, I was just passed with energy. You know, I had the gusto. Yeah, and that was the problem. But no, that was a great lesson learned because mm-hmm. a lot of the time I feel like they're not going to go to you directly. No. Yeah. You'll find out. It was and definitely like, something I, I bring up in therapy. But it's <laughs> good. Yeah. I was like, it's good that they told, it's good that even if they didn't pull you aside to tell you that, at least they told, they called and said it because yeah. like if you were an adult and that happened, they would just like not call you and then right. exactly. blacklist you. Yeah, <laughs> it much. literally began my whole, like I had always been a self-aware person, but that's kind of when it became heightened mm-hmm. and I had to start dealing with the trauma of like, Am I going to push people away without realizing it? Mm-hmm. So, like, that kind of got the ball rolling. Thankfully, I'm recovering. Yeah. But screw you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on that sure. note, I'm Josiah Rizzo. I'm Benji Jones. And I'm Maya Dawn. And on Wednesdays, we, we wear, wear pink. pink. Uh, this is a pop culture podcast where we discuss our personal experiences with film and media. And everything else. And the impact it's left or is leaving on our generation. Today, we are joined with Maya Dawn here. Hello. Maya Williams is Self-titled. your, <laughs> is your Self-titled. actual name. Self-titled. You can call me Maya Dawn. You can I was call like, me yeah. Maya Dawn Williams. You can call me I mean, me it's Maya. like La- Lady Gaga who actually knows her real name. It's Maya Dawn. You know, I was watching A Star is Born over the weekend. and Oh, my goodness. She's just such an amazing singer. I What'd mean, you think of it? I, so the first time I saw it, I was completely taken away. Mm. Like, I loved it. Um, I think the second time watching it, I realized just how disturbing it was in a lot yeah. of ways with, uh, you know, Jackson's addiction and, you know, her... The, 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 the codependency spoilers like, Benji, haven't seen it. No. I've told you multiple times to watch it and you <laughs> yeah, say you're sorry, not you're late to the kidding. party. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you know, I think it's a great I think Bradley Cooper did a, a really great job of directing it. Phenomenal. Um, I I really enjoyed it. I think it's a great movie, but it's heavy. I can't I don't yeah. think I can watch it from beginning to end. I kind of just pick the parts that I like at this point. And watch them, yeah. <laughs> And, and that run song's with it. phenomenal, though. Unfortunately, I've had to work two country music festivals this year, and everybody's <laughs> covering that song, even outside Bro, the country. Yes. Like. All this talk about singing. Do you want to uh, tell us about yourself, there, Maya? Maya, why don't you yes, introduce yourself? I would yourself? love to. So, okay, so my music journey started really not that long ago, as far as professionally training for singing. Right, singing was my first passion. Um, I've been involved in all the arts my whole life, but. Singing was one of those things that I held so close to my heart. It was such a vulnerable thing for me that I never thought I could actually pursue it. Like I never thought that I could actually record my own music and put it out there and perform and and do all of that. Like my confidence just was not there. So I did pretty much everything else in the arts. I started off as a dancer And I went to performing arts school for dance. And then when I I left dance school, I moved to New York and I was in an acting program for two years and I dabbled in that. And where did you move to New York from? From Philly. I went to creative and performing arts high school in Philly. Oh, nice. And then when I was 18, I moved to uh, I moved to the Upper West Side and crashed with one of my classmates. It was a very interesting journey. Um, but I lived in New York and was doing the acting thing, but I, once I got to the auditioning stage, that's Mm -hmm. when I realized I don't want to be an actor. (laughs) I 
love the craft, but the auditioning process and knowing that's pretty much the job. Yeah. Is to go out on auditions. 98% of the job. And not really having creative control over that. Mm -hmm. I realized I don't want to spend my life doing this as much as I appreciate the art. Mm -hmm. And um, after realizing that, I did some traveling, just really trying to find myself. New York is hard, people. New yeah. York is a tough town. It's a tough yeah. town, especially when you're young. So I needed to kind of get a change of environment. And I traveled to Thailand and I went to Cambodia. Yeah, and you really got a change of environment. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was like, you like, know oh, what? I went to like, <laughs> Michigan and then I tried like Maine for a minute. I'm going to try Maine for a minute I because everyone says that. Like, <laughs> is that what everyone says in New York? <laughs> I just want to try Maine. I'm just going to go to Maine and eat Maine. some lobster for like a year and then I'll be like right back doing more. That actually sounds amazing. <laughs> I would love to go to Maine right now. But <laughs> let's go. Let's go to Maine. All right, well, guys, we're done. I'm Benji. Wait, wait. But, um, who would you? Who do you prefer, New York people or LA people? That is a really, really tough question. Mm. Like that is really hard. Okay, so oh, it's hard. I feel like I, mean, I know how this is gonna go. Like, <laughs> okay, so I I'm an East Coaster, so I think I appreciate how East Coasters communicate mm -hmm. more so than how LA people communicate mm -hmm. you know everyone's kind of putting on this air in la this facade of who yeah. they think they're supposed to be mm -hmm. and who the, or the how they want to be perceived by other people mm. so sometimes it's really hard to to grasp who people really are or what their intentions are what they really mean yeah and are people in uh, on the east coast a lot more like blunt a lot yeah. a lot more blunt and that's why people think east coasters are, are rude, rude yeah. because we kind of just put it all out there on the table mm. whether you get your feelings hurt or not but in a sense there's there's something really honorable about that i think yeah, yeah. because about just being able to speak your mind exactly you want to be able to speak your mind and you know it's the rudeness part i would say in new york it gets tough because there's a lot of people in a very compact area and a lot of people just want to get where they're going and if you're walking too slow <laughs> and you're in the way you're gonna get pushed i'm it's just, walking here <laughs> like people literally real. push people yes. <laughs> you push people I out can't. of the way honestly i just... loved jaywalking in new york because it was just oh, like yeah, i got fun. places to be i'm yeah. not gonna stop for nobody yeah. mm -hmm. it's fun did you um do you find that musicians from the east coast uh, put that like do you see the differences of cultures uh, in artists from the East Coast versus artists from, from out here, from West Coast? Huh, I would say that when I moved out here, I found it a lot easier to kind of find my network of people. In LA, people tend to be a little more open, whereas in New York, a lot of times people don't have time. Mm -hmm, right. Just like, I got to pay my bills, so <laughs> I don't have time to be collaborating with you right now yeah, unless you pay me the like cash. <laughs> people have time to collaborate out here, but... Well, I just feel like people are way more open to it out here. Like, but they just don't have the time. They're like, oh, I'm open. Oh, but I got to cancel. But like, they'll still do it eventually. There's truth to that, <laughs> yes. Exactly yeah. what you said. Eventually, if someone's interested in working with you, then they'll work with you. It's just... It's the follow up, you mm -hmm. know. It's like yeah. sometimes out here in LA, you just got to keep pushing. You really got to keep you, hitting people up. Until yeah, but a lot of times people really are open to to working with you Ooh. if because you know you never know out here. You right. can you can be performing at some club one day and then the next day, like you never know where someone's career is going to exactly, take off. Exactly. Yeah. So if you believe in someone, it's and you you know have that connection with them. I think people in LA. Know that very, it's smart yeah. to stay connected. Mm -hmm, exactly. Yeah, I feel that. That's yeah. cool. Mm -hmm. Do you um? 
Oh my god. Do I, you know the Muffin, muffin Man? man. <laughs> Do you know the Muffin Man? <laughs> the Muffin Man? Anyways, that's annoying. <laughs> One of the when we finally decided to eventually cuz you've always been on our list um of people we wanted to have on the show. I love that. Yeah. Um but when we finally like settled down to do it, um Obviously, we'll get to this later, but you do have uh, an an EP coming out this I do. weekend. Ooh, I do. So excited! But we were also talking about relationships out here and what it's like to have friendships in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. And what honestly has been like the biggest challenge for you since coming out here? I would say the fact that people tend to put their careers number one. Mm. And I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with that. I think you move to L.A., you have a goal, you are pursuing a dream, and that's very, very important. But I also think having that network of people, having that team that you're going to grow with Mm -hmm. is equally important. And it's community in general is essential. Like, Mm -hmm. we need each other. We need people. So. I would say the fact that people don't really prioritize their friendships the way they would prioritize it somewhere else. Let's Mm. say if you were living in Michigan. Yeah, exactly. You know, or if you were living in Maine. mm -hmm. It's like, you know. And it's something that you you weren't like, oh, I have to put everything into this. Like when you have your, I have my job, I go there from nine to five and I make all the money I need. So now I can focus on other things, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the hustle is real out here. So I think people sometimes struggle with that balance of their personal relationships and then their business. And for me, Family and friends is very, very important to me. The people that I build my relationships with are people that I would ideally like to have in my life long term. Yeah. Um, So that is something I prioritize. And I think it's just all about scheduling out your time. You know, Uh, there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, let's get together. When are you free? Like, when are, what's a day on your calendar where you're free? And just not being like, oh, you can't hang out now? I guess we're not friends. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's just about the effort. And sometimes people just aren't willing to put that in and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But if relationships are something that's really important to you, then you need to be intentional, I think, about Mm -hmm. finding people who share the same values as you that want to be there for you and not just there when it's convenient or there when they have a small block of time or someone who's going to be flaky with you. Yeah. Or just um, show up when you've got something for them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, those are things to look out for. But I think in LA, I really have surrounded myself with amazing people, which has been a relief. Yep. And of course, there are those disappointments sometimes, but I mean, it's a balance, you know? Yeah. And we're all out here, like, we all have our careers. So. Yeah. Exactly. It's we're, hard. We're I all get on that. the same grind out yeah, here. Yeah, for and sure. And you are literally surrounded by great people right now. So Yes, I am. <laughs> literally. I really Not to am. toot my own horn, but toot toot. <laughs> my two flamingos. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's mention the fact that we were mentioning that we need to wear pink. And she said, yeah. let's do pink flamingos. So we yes. all scrambled. And I just assumed that they had 
pink flamingo shirts. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, you is did that have unrealistic. One. Yeah, I had, <laughs> I had one ready to go, so I was like, oh, they 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 have one too. Yeah. Right? I right. had one yeah. at one point. You were exactly, right because it was on his profile. Yeah. yeah, you were. I didn't even remember that when until you said it, and I was like, oh, right. Why were you looking? I got. For I just. I had someone go through my closet like uh, a year ago, and we did the whole like but his, hold it yeah. for five seconds. If you like it, keep it. If you don't, oh yeah. The whole, and it was one of those. Joy, like, Mary who Con- is this friend that made you throw? your flamingo shirt I will not mention her name but you know who you are Christiana I was about to say I was about to say it if you didn't no yeah you love throwing stuff out I do but too it's great I do too. Yeah. and I was a huge pack rat before I uh, I moved back to Los Angeles I, mm-hmm. I'm not a pack rat not like in a messy way but I collected a lot of things yeah but it's just not feasible out here. And it's like... I'm getting yeah, better I'm not like that. that. Mm-hmm. No. I'm a traveler, so the less stuff I have, the better. Yeah. You are a that's traveler. Good. Freaking Cambodia. I am Cambodia. so not a traveler. Like, that's the opposite of me. What? I'm a camper. Like, I literally just, like, when I find a place, I'm just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not leaving until they get rid of me. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's that's true. I will not go anywhere. <laughs> Has it been over a year now since coming yes. to LA? Yes. I've been in LA for a little over a year now. I, I moved here here in May 2018. So it's been wow. about a year and some change. And you're I'm, already I'm, releasing an EP. I know. Yes. No, it's work insane. bitch. You better work bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. I can't even believe it. It's wild. Yeah, that's so great. What was that journey like? It's something that I was saying that I was going to do for the longest time. Mm-hmm. I'd talk to people who were in music and they'd be like, oh yeah, so what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I got this EP that I'm working on <laughs> and I hadn't even written any songs for it. Like, yeah. It, I was just scared. Honestly, I was really scared to put out my own music. I didn't think I could do it. I, I didn't really know where to start. I was yeah. like, I've needed a gazillion dollars in order <laughs> to do this. So um, I finally came to a point where I was working with a producer mm-hmm. named Thomas Yance. Shout out to Thomas. Shout Thomas. out. Hey. Um, we had met on Facebook and I went over there to do a cover. My first cover that I did with him was Dark Red by Steve Lacey, mm-hmm. who's an amazing um, alternative R&B artist in a band called The Internet. And uh, we did that cover together and we worked really well together. And Thomas had a window of time where he could produce my EP. And it was only like a three month, three month window. And I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. (laughs) I'm like, we're going to do it. So was it how how long from when you learned that to that three month window? I think it was a couple weeks. So you had a couple weeks to try and throw together what you're going to be recording. Yeah, but at that point, I was really, really, really inspired. Yeah. Like, I had gone to so many shows. I work at a couple of music venues. Nice. And um, I'd seen so many people perform. And I got to that point where I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to do this now. Yeah. And with everything I had going on in LA, I had so much to write about and so much on my mind mm-hmm. that the inspiration was just flowing so yeah it was that perfect timing where yeah it was, it like, was. oh you just you just needed that little like here you go there's a deadline get it done exactly yeah. and i think i work well that way too i mm-hmm. work really well under pressure yeah and um for my next project i would love to just give myself a extended amount of time mm-hmm. because four months is a very short time to to put out an ep and to yeah. promote an ep and, mm-hmm. and all of that stuff but Anyway, we um, had started recording in May, and um, we kind of had this ambiance going on for for the studio, and it was just a very, like, it just kind of flowed. 
Yeah. It just kind of flowed. And I learned a lot about, you know, how you record in a studio and how nice. you how to manage that time and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Because was that like your first kind of experience in a studio, like in an actual like studio? studio? Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was. Well, my friend Thomas, he uh, he has tons of equipment in his mm-hmm. bedroom in Echo Park. And that's where nice. we recorded. Mm-hmm. And so he is like this sick setup. And I we brought in these fake candles and these yeah. uh Oh, you actually meant mood. And, yeah. Yeah. Mood, like mood. we had a whole a whole ambiance going on and mm-hmm. it was great. And we we came out with five songs. Yeah, and that's awesome. That was that. I got them mixed and mastered and we were good to go. Wow. Yeah. That's so uh, your self-titled EP, yes, uh, which Maya will be Dawn re- EP. Maya Dawn, and it's releasing this Friday, correct? This Friday, August twenty-third, and exciting. it will be a collection yes. of five songs. Five songs. Are yes. they individual, or are do they have like kind of a theme that connects them all? You know, I would definitely say there is a theme to this EP. It's all. It's kind of like it's kind of a storyline. Oh, I had a I lot of that. things going on internally. Uh, my first song, um, and it was actually my first single, it's called Meditate. Mm-hmm. I and heard that one. It was good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Meditate was me just really trying to create a a peace of mind. Mm-hmm. You know, I always say that, I just need to meditate. <laughs> I just need to go somewhere and meditate. And I was like, you know, that'd be really cool to kind of to have yeah. a song about yeah. meditating and and just letting, like washing your worries away and mm-hmm. forgetting about yesterday and, and living in the moment. And... Um, it's not something I'd really heard in R and B music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, just the word "meditate" itself. Yeah, I wanted it's to very, bring that into R and B. It's a good like, and I think that song is just a very good. Not to be annoying, but it's a good meditation song. Like if you've really mm-hmm. just had like a stressful day, you could literally just like put that on and just like yeah. okay, because it's yes. very just. Meditate. Yes, meditate. Yes, meditate. And that's what I love about <laughs> yeah. this EP is. It really is something that you can kind of vibe to on your own mm-hmm. if you want to. Yeah. You know, you can listen to it when you're in your room or when mm-hmm. you're in your car. But then you can also share it with other people if you're at a lounge or if you're at a bar. And it's, yeah. it just, it's a really, it's a feel good type of of project. I would say yeah. that. Yeah, that's fine. Well, there's a place for music that kind of like jolts you awake. There's a place for music that kind of says something very aggressive but there's also a place for music that kind of in the best most complimenting way like it blends in almost like it 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 sneaks in Mm -hmm. uh and i i found whenever i was sitting down to do the notes for this episode i i put your two songs on i just was playing them and i didn't realize that it was on repeat and I just like I ended up listening to them at least oh like gosh, five times that. in a row, <laughs> and they kind of flowed very well. Like I clearly heard when it went from um, I believe it's meditate, meditate the musician to boy, musician right? boy. Yeah, yeah. So I believe so. I listened to those and I heard the difference. And then somewhere in musician boy, it just seamlessly blended right back into meditate, and then blended back into musician boy. And I, I eventually that. was wow. like, wait, have I just <laughs> How listened many times? Have I listened to this? I was like, oh she only God. has two singles out right now, and somehow I've like spent about thirty minutes like. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear that. And That's it, so funny. Th- I love, um, I love, I love both. I love experiences that like jolt me out of like my my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. But I do like both music, television, things that kind of like I call them. I call them like actually some some of my favorite shows or movies that I love. I I treat them like they're songs because it feels like you can turn them on. They have a mood to them, and you kind of get lost in this mood. Not every film has it. Mm. But like a lot, like most music 
can do this where it just it creates an ambiance and you can sit there and you can like feel it as opposed to being like, oh, I'm sitting here watching a movie. You're more like, I can turn you on. I can have you in the background. I can be completely focused on you. Either way, I'm experiencing something. Yeah, that's how I feel about The Graduate. That's one the, of those the film, movies. Dustin Hoffman? Yeah. yeah. That's one of those movies I can see that, that. kind of just has you... It kind of it's like it kind of has me in a trance when I watch it. Maybe yes. it's the soundtrack and just the way it's shot. Like yes. cinematography is gorgeous, mm-hmm. but it's one of those films that kind of creates an entire mood from yeah. beginning to end. Yeah, no, I uh-huh. oh, I've just been watching Benji, yes. The Graduate. I know some Dustin. of these words. <laughs> the gra- have you seen The Graduate? No, I don't know what that is. <laughs> half, half of oh. this half of this podcast is me name dropping something and Benji going uh huh and just nodding and smiling. <laughs> But then, wow. of course, he says Gabrielle That's from half of our friendship. And you don't even get that. Like, get out. Sorry. <laughs> so if you had to describe what the story was of self-titled Maya Dawn, mm. what would that exactly be if you wanted to pinpoint it? Yeah, well, I was battling with a lot of things in my mind. And I feel like this is something a lot of people can relate to. But I really just wanted to kind of express myself in a way that made people feel comfortable but also made people think a little bit about where they're at mentally um and that's where meditate kind of came about Mm -hmm. i wanted people to kind of think like when they're listening to it okay where am i like is this is this my mood am i in a meditative state or have i been going a little bit crazy like what's been going on with me and that kind of leads into the next song into my ep called crazy where I just can't sleep. <laughs> Wait, that was Britney, Britney Spears. Britney. Okay, I'm like, Backstreet Boys in sync? No, I mean, Britney. basically, oh. like, the <laughs> no, three, right? they all rose at the same time. Pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, it led to my song, I'm Crazy, where I'm talking about how I'm working all the time and I'm, I'm not getting any sleep and, like, what's going on with me? Mm. And then that leads into um, Musician Boy, where I talk a little bit more about romance and the difference, uh, the line between, you know, fantasy and reality mm. and questioning, oh, like I, I would have nights in LA where I'd be like, is this really happening? Is this real? It doesn't feel real. Am that I it, living yeah. in a movie? Like what's going on? And then um, that leads into Didn't Cry, which is the, the moodiest track <laughs> on my EP and also my personal baby mm-hmm. oh. where I'm talking about, <coughs> excuse me. <laughs> She's getting choked up here, guys. It's <laughs> dying. Literally. We should probably get some water because we don't have water in our mugs today. Ooh, what are no, you talking about? <laughs> That's water. No way. I definitely am not drinking anything other than La Croix. La Croix. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. I'm excited to hear the rest of the songs. Though, yes. So. That's um, exciting. You were at um, Not Crazy. We were right after didn't that. Cry. Didn't Cry. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't Cry. I get a little deeper. And talk about how I didn't want to face my emotions. And that's a big thing with me. It's a big thing with a lot of people, I think, in our generation where we've got stuff going on internally. And we're like, oh, I'm just not even going to look that way. I'm just going to ignore that. And then I'm, I'm going to go on with my life and I'm going to yeah. do everything I can to get over it without dealing yeah. with it. Straight and then up. That's I, like uh, one yeah. of my favorite memes is the little dog sitting on the bench. And like the room is on fire behind him, and he's just like, "This is fine." Oh yeah, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> We're good. Fine. We're good. Is that something? Just to kind of pause on that, is yeah. that something you find you found yourself conscious of, like the avoid avoidance of emotion? Were you conscious of that, 
or was it just like there in the background you, you your body kind of flinched at at addressing what you was going through I definitely think I'm conscious of it mm-hmm. um I'm pretty self-aware when it comes to um how I deal with my emotions and it was really nice to kind of write a song about that about an experience that I had that I didn't want to deal with it and how I I didn't cry I didn't it didn't really phase me and I think those moments always lead to a come to Jesus moment where mm. you're kind of like what am I doing like yeah. I need help I need you know I need peace and um that like was a big kind of realization for me mm-hmm. um knowing that I couldn't continue to to go on like that in my life that I had to find a way to release and express those emotions and just kind of meditate and meditate you yeah know? Meditate. meditate so that leaves us into a way and oh. away is the acceptance track of I'm I'm here, I'm not going anywhere, I'm rolling off the weight on my shoulders. That's Ooh. literally a, a lyric in the song. And um, the song goes, Ease your mind to learn to trust. Open up your heart to love. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's the resolution of it all. Just being open because, I mean, at the end yeah. of the day... If you want to grow in life, you have to learn how to be a little bit vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. Is that at the end of the day? At the end of the day. At the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I love that. Uh, That's that's good. I Um, mean, I was excited already to hear it. Yeah. But now knowing that there's like an actual story. It's always great knowing the background and the inspiration for things because you're like, oh, I'm an insider. Yes. And it's like it's a mixture of things, too. You know, like some some of it is really light mixed with heavy mm-hmm. yeah. like musician boy is totally a mixture of like just having an intense crush but then also being kind of hurt and heartbroken Ugh. and you know it's like a mix a mix of emotions crushes you know? suck by Every the way day. crushes are terrible it's the worst dude i was just oh, what show is it oh trinkets i don't know if you guys watched any oh that. yeah but they what, literally why did you just say i don't know if you we literally watched it together Benji. oh that was me and you i thought I've it was me and grace this show. i get i get my friends confused Murdering. sometimes <laughs> i remember i know once you said it i remembered but like there's this point where they're like talking about each other and they're like would you rather have one great crush for the rest of your life or would you rather have one mediocre relationship for the rest of your life and I was like relationship <laughs> like I can't crushes are the no, worst it's the worst it's just yeah. like my friend and I talk about this all the time it's just like that feeling you get when you have a crush it's almost like you feel inferior to them mm-hmm. in a way because a crush is kind of this it unrequited there, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's this unrequited thing where you you kind of feel unwanted, but you're desiring this person so much. You yeah. want to yeah. be with them so bad, but it's a crush because you you can't. You be don't with them. feel that you're yeah. good enough, or that they it, would yeah. want you. Well, yeah. I we grew up in a culture where that was kind of like it was made to look like a noble thing. It's like, Absolutely. oh, if you have a crush, especially on someone nice, she's not going to know, but eventually. They'll see how amazing you are. And it kind of like. So true. Yeah. It, it really, that was ingrained in like every kid movie yeah. for us. Yes. Yeah. As like when we were all kids. like, And it set up this ideal of like, you can have your dreams, mm-hmm. but you, it's just going to happen for you. Yeah. And it's kind of counter to the truth, which is you've got to take steps and you've got to fail. Yeah. For me, it was definitely like a, a, a step of like, am I going to sit here and just like wallow in my dreams? Um, whether it's a crush or what I'm going to do for the future or am I going to kind of like put my feet to the ground yeah, and like fail and do things yeah. and yeah. not like not like build my entire 
identity around an idea. Yeah, because yeah. that's that's what that's what it was teaching us was it was like, oh, if you really love someone, if you really have true feelings for someone, you won't let them know because you'll show them. Yes. Like everything you do will show them and they'll see it. And then one day they'll realize that they love you and then it'll all work out. And it's Bro. like, that's not and how that it And that was huge not. for me growing up. Yeah. I never wanted to crush to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and I you remember, do everything to hide it. Yeah, I remember a friend of mine... I told her about a crush I had, and she's like, "Why don't you just tell them?" And I'm like, "No, that's too what? No, can't do it." And yeah. it's like that fear, you know, that fear of rejection. Yeah, absolutely. That is just a part of life. That you know? the last crush I had, I legit knocked on her door, and this was after like uh, almost two years of being like really close friends. <sighs> knocked on her door, said, "Hey, I kind of like you, and I'd like to take you on a date." And her eyes got so big, she went. It was the, like to this day, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen because like that girl legit did not know for the past two years. She was just like, this is all brand new to me. And I was wow. like, really? Bro, people can be pretty dense. Like, I, well, okay, well, she's going to listen to this. No, so like, I'm don't just call saying, her I'm dense. Not, I'm not saying she's dense. I'm just saying when it comes to that, people really like, because you think that you're being so obvious or that even if you aren't being obvious, you right. think that it's, you think that it's like, right. oh, but they know, like they have nah. to somewhere deep down know. And I've had so many situations where people are like, what? Like, no, that's not. I didn't. The same is for like your dreams. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's almost as if like, oh, I'm going to be a filmmaker or I'm going to be a musician. And Mm -hmm. it's like, and that's enough. Yeah, exactly. Come to me. Got to do it. (laughs) You got to make it happen. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. And there's still kind of this, uh, for me, there's still like this, it's being a musician is so daunting to me, Mm. even though I have recorded the EP and. I had the opportunity to compose my own music and work with really talented people and all of that. There's still this deep-rooted fear of inadequacy when it comes to going out there and actually performing live and completely Mm -hmm. putting myself out there. And I think a lot of artists deal with that, thinking Mm -hmm. that, oh, I'm never, ever going to be enough for this or... Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not going to measure up. Just kind of yeah. what we do for yeah. with our crushes. And really, whether you know it or not, it's that fear of rejection, like you said. A second yes. Ago. Honestly, like mine, mine gets so bad. I don't even invite my friends to hang out with me half the time. Like I sit at home and wait for people to call me because I'm like, I don't want people to say like, oh, I'm busy because then oh, I feel wow. bad and I feel rejected. So Bro. You know, that's how I <laughs> suss my friends. Like, <laughs> it's to see who invites you out. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. And I'm like, if I'm inviting you and you don't. Like, if yeah. you continue not to come through, yeah, it's exactly. like, oh, so then I know I can move on to someone, someone else, else and see who's but that's, say yes. that's the healthy thing that, that isn't taught when it comes to, like, crushes or dreams. It's like, you have to be able to cut something off and go, this okay, isn't this isn't working. Mm-hmm. Assess, move on in a new direction. Yeah. Right. And everything else that we've been taught is, like, everything culture has taught us, like, it'll work out. It's like, yeah. it's not going to work if out you if you linger. It, yeah. And if you just, like, if you're obsessed over one thing, like... You know, it's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Fetch is not, not gonna, gonna happen. happen. It's just not gonna happen. <laughs> Why does Caesar get to stomp around like a giant while the rest of us try not to get crushed under his really big feet? I mean, Brutus is just as cute as Caesar. Brutus is just as oh smart as Caesar. People totally love Brutus just as much as they love Caesar. And since when it's been okay for one person to be the boss of everybody, because that's not what Rome is about, we should totally just stab Caesar. That wasn't right. I missed a few things in there. Dang but it. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, it was he close. doesn't even go here. He doesn't even go here. <laughs> 
Get him out. Uh, I had one more question for you. Um, I had one also. Yeah, um, keep him rolling. Uh, what? <laughs> so, Maya Dawn, is Dawn your middle name or was there a reason? Dawn is my middle name. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I like my name. I yeah. think it's a pretty name. Definitely. Maya's a great I name. I love it. My, um, Maya Dawn goes beautifully. I just think middle names are so like intentional, mm-hmm. and a lot of times they just they get are, ignored. And they really do. Like I never tell people my middle name. I don't love it that much, but like, what oh about yeah, that? in <laughs> high school people call would call me Maya Dawn. Mm-hmm. I remember my best friend at the time was like, "Oh wait, your last name's Dawn, right?" And I'm like, <laughs> "No, it's Williams." I, like I thought that just at the beginning of this episode, I was like, "We've got Maya Dawn," and I was like, "No, no, I just realized today." That it is Williams. <laughs> my la- yeah, my last name is Williams, and I'm very proud of that because I have a very big family. Mm-hmm. And um, in That's high school, my mom and her sisters were the Williams girls. Nine That's nine cute. girls in total. Well, my mom's yeah. maiden name is Williams, so maybe we're like cousins. Probably. Wait, yeah. shit, really? Yeah. Are your is your family any of your family from Georgia? No. Okay, well then we're not related. Yeah. Actually, it's like all in like. Tennessee and Kentucky and stuff too. We're straight up from Philly. Yeah, no, that's not us. Straight up from Philly. <laughs> straight up from Philly. In West Philadelphia, born raised. Okay. The last <laughs> episode we did, by the way, I, I counted. We must have done over ten, like, like pause. Yeah, break offs for songs. <laughs> and I was like, that better not become a thing because I'm gonna keep doing that because every time something clicks, I have Pink to. Pop cast the musical. Yeah, that's essentially what that last episode. Don't give. Well, oh my god! The idea is there. Ah, oh, that has to. Well, happen. we need to talk about karaokeing, huh? Yeah, we'll have a karaoke episode. We need. Yes, a... let's do it. That mm-hmm. sounds so much fun. Do you have? Wait, yes. what's your top karaoke song? What's the last song I sang at karaoke? I think it was a Destiny's Child song, but yes, yes, that I is really love great. Alanis Morissette. Okay, she's great. What about you guys? What's your favorite? karaoke so give to, me some ideas together our go-to karaoke song for the both of us is uh wannabe and Spice it's girls wannabe by spice girls mm-hmm. duh oh. yeah i'm trying to think of a song where i know all of the bohemian words. rhapsody i don't even need the karaoke yeah. like mm-hmm. i don't need the the, the screen. i one really? of i have a list of go-to's but one of my favorite ones to do is fergalicious i love Fergalicious. yeah it's so fun people get so hyped for that song that's really. basically what you got to do like i i try to pick the songs that you know yeah i pick my songs by the crowd like if it's like yeah. a bunch of like people my age millennials like seem like they came from around the same background as me I'll give them some fun, like Fergalicious. <laughs> I mean, I love yeah. me some Prince. Yes, and we had a Katy Perry moment. We did, and it was great at Seven Eleven a yeah. second ago. We yeah, had a Katy Perry moment. Yeah, it was epic. See, I'll do my top forties for that. If I have like a slightly older looking, like sometimes I get like a like grungier, edgier type crowd. I'll give them a little bit of a. Me and Chris will do like Dream On, or we'll do something like oh, classic nice. rock, oh. like. So like you have to like I need to play get on my karaoke audience. song. Yeah. Yeah. Get on your karaoke well, game. Well, for sure. Yeah. You know what's a really song? good song? What's that? I got sunshine uh-huh. on a cloudy day. When it's cold outside, I got the month of May. Well, I guess you. What are you doing? You said you were, we're off. Like in different keys. Yeah, like, we're like, you, I don't know how to sing, guys. <laughs> yeah, but you also were on the timing. You were what wrong on the timing. Can make me feel this way. 
my girl. Talking about my girl, my girl. Okay, we are we're we need to wrap this up, but I do have one last question for okay, you. What's your it's question kind of a doozy. I'm pretty what sure the it? last question you asked you said was the last question. No, it Ask wasn't away. supposed to be. <laughs> um, being an artist, mm-hmm. how do you balance? selling yourself as an artist while also staying kind of like authentic to who you are Mm. that's a good one well you know what it's a challenge because i'm not really like a a huge like do it for the gram type like i'll I'll do it because it's part of the job really just you know social media is just a part of yeah definitely what we have to do nowadays the whole marketing process yeah but i think honestly i i think i'm an interesting enough person where i can just be myself and people will appreciate that or they or they won't like I I haven't been in a place yet where I felt like I really had to compromise um Mm. who I am good yeah but I think you should always really protect yourself as an artist know what you're willing to do what you're not willing to do um because you are gonna have to make that connection with people and sometimes you're not always gonna want to do it and you're gonna have to know what your boundaries are I think I think that's something that's really important is knowing your boundaries because it's not just about the promotion it's about the message and um i really try to stay focused on that with everything i do whether it's writing uh for my blog that i have tainitfreedom.com check it out plug hashtag whether it's my blog or promoting my music and just knowing that this this whole journey as an artist and having a career as an artist, it's not going to be an overnight thing. It's something that you're really, really going to have to work at. And it's some, it's a trial and error. There are things that are going to work and things that are not going to work. So you just have to really be just open, mm-hmm. like open. And like we were talking about earlier, not being afraid to to fail and fall on your face. And you, you find what works and what doesn't. But and then you keep going forward. Keep yeah, you forward. keep moving yeah. forward. And just if you believe in your art, I mean, it'll go a long way. Mm-hmm. Just know your boundaries. That's what I would. Yeah, that's what I would say. I stay true to who I am. And I know that goes a long way. I mean, it sounds kind of corny, <laughs> but it's it's true. You know, Yeah, I'm super excited to sell out. I'm pretty sure that is who I am. You know what Charlemagne the God once said? (laughs) What did he say? He said, it's not selling out if there's someone buying in. And I thought that was really like, that's pretty deep. Interesting. I'm going to use that forever. Yeah. (laughs) When I call you out, he's said on multiple occasions, like, I'm going to drop you like a bad habit. (laughs) I'm going to drop If I'm paid enough. (laughs) Dang. And you know, that happens. Sometimes you outgrow relationships and people may think it's because you're in this new place in your life. Yeah. But it's really because... Well, you're in this new place in your yeah. life, and you you out, sometimes you outgrow people. It's not like a selfish thing. It's yeah, like that's okay. Thing. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure. that's okay. Yeah. I am a big believer in being able to love people from a distance if mm-hmm. need be. Mm-hmm. That's very important that's as an so artist. Sweet. Yeah. Well, there's a maturity in being like this. We've 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 hit the, uh, the kind of the end of this apex road. Apex of this friendship, and and yeah. hopefully both sides see that. And you know, it doesn't have to be a long weird conversation. It can literally just be two people. 
kind of quietly understanding like it's time to kind of progress in different directions but um oh and i just want to say uh for people who maybe want to put out a project but don't know where to begin just start writing your songs um start meeting people don't be an introvert you can't really survive Ooh. in this business if you're going to be an introvert and you're Ooh. not going to yeah. talk to people and Absolutely. put yourself out there you know see who is who see who believes in you you'd actually be really surprised yeah and yeah just go for it you know i really didn't think that i would ever do this because music is such a vulnerable thing it's it's hard yeah and people are very critical so if you want to do it just go for it and and don't stop don't let your instagram likes affect you don't let don't let any of that affect you just do it and keep at it because it takes some time to really get the ball rolling it does <laughs> well I always i love that about you i love that you're your kind of tenacity and uh, oh, you just nice. keep moving forward regardless what of, of what's thrown at you. So. Yeah. Well, you really you. have to do that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. Thank you for coming. This was so great. Yeah. This was fun. Please check out my EP. Yes. It comes out August 23rd. Yes. That's this Friday. You yep. can listen to it on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes. You can go on my website, themayadon.com. Mm-hmm. You can follow me on Instagram at themayadon. Um, I'm really excited to share everything with you guys. So it's going to be exciting. Yes, and we're excited to hear it. We're excited hey. to get to your premiere, to your to your launch party, and yes. listen to everything. So it's going to be great. Obviously, follow Maya Dawn at themayadon.com or on Instagram, like she said, at Maya Dawn. Uh, the, the Maya Dawn. The Sorry. M-A-Y-A-D-A-W-N. Maya as in Maya Angelou. Dawn as in Sunrise. Thank you very much. She's got that practice. Yes. To it, uh, yes. You can follow me uh, at at Josiah J. Rizzo. Josiah as in Josiah. J as in J. Rizzo as in Rizzo. And you? You can follow me at Binge Watch. That is Benji Watch without the eye <laughs> that's fine there you go something uh, like that and you can follow us at the pink no gosh darn it's not the you, you got can, me all yeah it's like <laughs> you can, so you can follow us actually at the pink oh my god, god darn it so <laughs> i ruined you <laughs> you can follow you can follow us at pink Popcast. that's on, pop with a p pop with a p on instagram facebook wherever you want to do that just type it in anywhere and see if it comes up and if it doesn't send us a message and we will make sure it comes up next time and tell us what your uh, favorite go-to karaoke songs are because yes please make sure to like comment and subscribe um, and go ahead and give us a rate and review on Apple podcast and then go ahead and subscribe and click the bell for notifications on our newest uploads on YouTube do it yes Um, I actually never mentioned what my first disappointment was in the industry please tell us yeah I only asked you so that you would ask me and oh, then, was I supposed to do and that? Then when the person were, doesn't ask, it's like really, really you rude. self-absorbed you just kind of human. Piece of crap. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it just literally went. Well, we've got an hour, so went you make it snappy. Straight on. It's all right. I'll tell it in the next episode. <laughs> okay. On that note, I'm Josiah Rizzo. <laughs> I'm Benji Jones, and I'm Maya Dawn. And on Wednesdays, we, we wear, wear pink. pink. So we completely forgot to ask you, what are your musical inspirations? Yes. So, long story short. Wait, hold on. Oh my ah! goodness. Look at that. Does it shine on both sides? It's the flamingo. Oh, look, it does. Okay. All right. So, flamingo vibes. Flamingo's here. He's listening. Yes. Continue. So I grew up on gospel music, basically, yes. and that evolved into 
soul music. My mom always had Stevie Wonder playing in the house, Aretha Franklin. Fine. I would say I was actually listing um, my musical inspirations, my top five the other day. My all-time favorite musician is Prince. Okay, yes. Rest in peace. He's just Mm -hmm. such a musical genius. Number two, I would say Aretha Franklin. Okay. I mean, she's just a legend. Her voice is like none other. Number three would have to be singer Miguel. Okay. Yes, Miguel. If you're watching. Miguel, if you're watching Pink Podcast, I love you. Hello. Um, If you're watching Pink Podcast, I love you too. (laughs) Number, wait, what am I on? Four. Four. Number Number four would be Elton John. Elton always knows how to make like a really good movie moment. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed that? Absolutely. Some of the movies that I love the most, like the, my favorite scenes are the scenes with an Elton John song. I don't really have a number five. I will say... I'm a big Coldplay fan. I feel like yeah. that came out of left field. <laughs> yeah, it did come out of left field, right? Um, <laughs> when I really started getting into alternative mm-hmm. music and like different sounds away from soul, they were the first band that I that I really started to um, cling on to. And number say that's six my is Maya Dawn. Number six is... Well, I'm no. inspired by I'll, my... I don't think I'll ever be on my own list. That's uh, girl, <laughs> you should be. That's weird. <laughs> yes. That's weird. Yes. All right. Yeah. Well, there you go.